People of the world, it's the Brothers Talk with your hosts, Rod, Scott, and Norm, inviting you to join us each Friday wherever you listen to your favorite podcast or on our website to hear our take as three black, unfiltered African-American men with no strings attached, giving voice to the most feared, most misunderstood, and most rarely heard from segment of the population on topics of interest to us for education, enlightenment, and entertainment. You can follow us on Facebook. You can reach us with your comments, questions, suggestions at The Brothers Talk on Twitter, The Brothers Talk on Instagram, and you can email us, thebrotherstalk at gmail.com. And stay tuned for our long-awaited YouTube channel. And now on with this week's episode. Hello, Brothers Talk family. Once again, we welcome you in wherever you're listening around the world and holding your critical thinking conversations to promote activism to uplift our people. And we're glad that our first-time listeners have tuned in to help us with the work of encouraging and educating as we also endorse and inspire new and existing Black businesses to empower and enrich the Black community. It's Easter week and spring breaks are still in full effect. So soon we'll be experiencing the all-too-familiar spikes in the new COVID reality, and that means hundreds of more people will once again be dying each day from coronavirus and its complications. We're still urging everyone to keep that in mind and be careful when you're out and about. Remember, you can still get your vaccinations and or your boosters. And if you're traveling, keep in mind that wearing a mask helps prevent the spread of all respiratory infections, including flu and RSV2. If you're staying in hotel rooms or other rented dwellings, don't forget to use plenty of disinfectants because you don't want to end your vacation trip in the hospital and you definitely don't want to be the one that's transmitting it to your medically fragile family and friends. Come on, people, we can and we must do better to stop the spread. And now to my brothers in the struggle for critical thinking, Scott and Noah. Hey, family. Thanks, Noah. Rod. Hey, family. Thank you for your continued support. And as usual, Rod is right. We're going to pound this this COVID uh, unawareness that COVID is still out here and is still impacting people's lives. We're going to pound this until it's gone uh, because of the fact that it is out here and people are still getting uh, uh, impacted by folks who are not vaccinated and still not wearing masks. It's like uh, when I go outside now, I was having a conversation with my daughter and she was saying, you know, I just don't feel comfortable uh, going out here amongst all these people and nobody's wearing a mask. Uh, and that's what I say. Uh, me and my wife went out uh, yesterday. We went, uh, forgot where we went, the grocery store someplace. And I got to tell you, uh, the grocery store was full. And it was like me, my wife, and maybe five other people in there who had masks on. And these are elderly people. Some of these people are elderly people who don't have masks on. And they are the most some of the most vulnerable in the whole population, but yet still, for some reason, I don't know who these people are listening to. Uh, they're not believing their own eyes and, 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 and the results that the pandemic has caused this negative result. And they, they're just going off of who knows what, but go out there, support black businesses and please protect yourself and your families. No. Oh, thanks Scott. What I find the irony here is that some places still require masks mandatory before you can enter. And some places, you know, it, it's up to the, the consumer or the, the individual. And really what we need is as a society and a country, 
we still need leadership from Washington and from our state leaders in regards to to maintaining this disease because you know again we're not beyond anything and unfortunately in the african american community it's always 10 times worse so let's take care of ourselves all right as we close out our most recent engagement to take back wokeness we wanted to be sure that you know how to spot any fakers out there who are claiming to be woke but not only are they not doing anything to help in the fight against racism but they really don't even know what it means to be woke. So we're going to give you a more than a few items to test whether people know anything more than the word. Here's a few easy ones to start. You're definitely not woke if you can't define CRT. That CRT is not being taught anywhere other than a few graduate level courses in law and economics at a handful of colleges and universities. And what is CRT? Simply, it's the study of the impact of race and racism on a people who've been in a country that was founded and established by racist slave owners on the backs of enslaved Africans, and what negative consequences may be a result of the inequities and the inequality that are on the lives of their modern-day descendants. CRT, if they don't know, they can't be woke. You know, uh, uh... It, it, it's, it's sad at the number of people out here who are running away from, uh, you know, woke, being woke, or they just don't know. That's what it appears to be to me. But uh, one of the things that gets me, and it's always kind of galled me, is that if you're voting for a person and you keep voting for the same person in Congress, and that person keeps saying to you, keeps saying, and they're running on a platform of, well, we're going to get rid of entitlements. We're, gonna, we're not going to stay in unemployment insurance. We're going to cut Medicaid. We're going to cut uh, the SNAP program. If, if, if you keep voting for that same person after they're telling you what they're going to do, and you're one of the people that depend on those, that, that the assistance from the government, and somebody keeps saying, uh, hey, when, uh, their campaign is to cut those. Uh, resources that you and your family need, then you're not woke. You far from being woke. If you think that this guy's tell these guys are telling you what men and women are telling you what they're gonna do, and it's gonna have a negative impact on you and your family, and you're gonna go in there and vote for them anyway, you're not woke. You can't be woke if you don't understand that 70 years after Brown versus Board of Education that our schools are pretty much just as segregated racially as they were before, and that the African-American community is still living separate and unequal. So when people tell you things are better and we're moving forward, they can't be woke. And another woke fact is knowing that the most recognizable Black Wall Street was in the Greenwood section of Tulsa, Oklahoma, because the government assisted in destroying it. But extra woke credit is given for knowing that other Black Wall Streets like Rosewood, Florida, Jackson Ward in Richmond, Virginia, or Parrish Street in Durham, North Carolina existed, and that there were dozens of others across the country that were all destroyed for simply being more prosperous than their white neighbors and therefore less dependent on them. If you don't know what, what Black Wall Street is, you definitely ain't woke. You know, if on January 6th, and you watch TV, and you watch that 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 crowd of people 
attacking the Capitol. And you saw that, and like I did, and I, I was, I was just shocked. I was, I couldn't believe it was. I'm like, wow, this is happening in America. If you saw that, and what it looked like to me, if it looked like that they was, it was a riot. It looked like they was trying to overthrow the government. That's what it looked like to me. If it looked like that to you, and then here we go a few weeks later, or years later, or whatever. And there are uh, commentators on TV and in news, and there are people saying that, "Oh, it wasn't. It wasn't an insurrection. They weren't trying to overthrow the government. It wasn't a riot. There was just uh, a simply. It was just a, like a a friendly walk in the park. They were just kind of strolling, and 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 you go out and start repeating that nonsense, and you believe that, and you don't want to believe your own eyes. You're not woke." You know, there's something's wrong here. If you saw that and now you're saying, oh, no, 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 it wasn't a riot. No, that, you're not woke. You know, if you're still supporting the conservative corporate wing of the Democratic Party, you can't be woke. It's time to wake up and support the progressive wing. That's the only thing that's going to actually give us any kind of change regarding policy, any laws or what have you, especially reparations or anything to support the movement of our people as far as any representation goes. So if you're still stuck in the Biden, Clinton, whatever, you're not woke. And you can't claim to be woke if you don't know who Ida B. Wells is and how she chronicled the lynchings of blacks across the country. And speaking of black authors, you need to know at least a few black authors and their anti-racism works like Du Bois, you know, the souls of black folk, Carter G. Woodson, the miseducation of the Negro, James Baldwin, I Am Not Your Negro, from back in the day, and Ta-Nehisi Coates, The Case for Reparations, and Nicole Hannah-Jones, The 1619 Project, and Ibram Kendi, Stamped from the Beginning. And extra woke credit if you know some of the names and works of our non-Black anti-racism combatants like Tim Wise, who wrote Dear White People, or Jane Elliott, A Collar in My Pocket, or Catholic Priest, Father Flegler, Radical Disciple. knowing and reading and sharing information about these woke authors who are providing a whole backdrop of information is a prerequisite to being woke. If you believe what um, you were taught in high school about black history, if you believe that nonsense that they've been teaching us and our kids for the last, you know, forever about the history of this country, uh, if you believe that in those books where they tried to uh, synthesize the brutality of slavery and the way black people were treated in this country from slavery, Jim Crow, and even to now, if you believe that nonsense, uh, you're not bloke, especially if you're black. But even if you're not black, if you believe that nonsense that they put in these books just because they were in books, then you're not woke because none of that's not true. It's not accurate. Um, if you want to get some accurate information about slavery and black history, uh, check out the 1619 project. I mean, Rod references it a lot. A lot. We reference it here on our show. Check that out because the nonsense that's been taught in school in public school within public schools is, is just not accurate. And if you believe that nonsense, like I said, you're not woke. 
you're not woke if you're not aware that, again, that they're whitewashing the history of this country and they're actually legislating it. In Florida, they have an anti-woke act, literally. And it's at the point where you can't even discuss, a teacher cannot even discuss the race of Rosa Parks. So literally, you have to teach, if you're allowed to teach the history of this country on the civil rights movement, and you can't even mention race. You're not woke, Rod. And another woke fact is everyone should know that the construct of whiteness was artificially created and based on nothing more than an American invention designed to assert white supremacy and white privilege by the white slave owners who were the quote-unquote founding fathers of this nation when 14 of the first 17 presidents were slaveholders and not being aware that this nation was founded on white supremacy means you're not woke. Uh, to kind of piggyback on, on, on what Rod was saying, that if you think that you got a fair opportunity, if you're African-American, Black, whatever, if you think that the, 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 the playing field is level and there are, there's structural racism in place, institutionalized racism in place to make sure that a certain group of people, mainly white males, are successful in this country. If you don't believe that and you think that you're not successful, not being successful is all your fault and all the blame uh, it's your responsibility is because you didn't do what you're supposed to do and you didn't follow the rules or whatever excuse you're, you're uh, whatever justification you're using to uh, justify you're not being where you need to be in this country and you're blaming yourself, then you're not woke. If you're totally blaming yourself, you're not woke. You're not, you haven't been aware of what's been going on in this country, what's still going on in this country. And it's not anything in this country built and put in place to benefit black people. So if you're one of those people who think that if I just work harder and if I do all the things that they tell me to do, it's going to be okay. You're sadly mistaken and you're not woke. If you believe that African-Americans are the number one beneficiary of affirmative action, you're not woke. Even though the program was designed for us basically to remedy the apartheid century that we were basically living under, the number one beneficiary, white women. You're not woke. If you can't identify the black politicos who are traitors to the cause, like Candace Owens and Clarence Thomas and Larry Elder and Shelby Steele and Alan West and Armstrong Williams and Thomas Sowell, then you can't be woke because you're liable to fall right under the spell of these folks who are, as I've said again, traitors to the cause of wokeness because they deny everything from the need for Black Lives Matter to the need to acknowledge the case for reparations. And they continue to try to make a case that everything is equal now and that all anybody Black needs to do is just work hard to embrace the American dream. You ain't woke if you don't know who these traders are.
you know, I'm I'm gonna give you give y'all something that that pretty much all of us have experienced that has experienced at some point in our life. If you go to a restaurant with your family or whomever, and you sit in there waiting to be served, and you see other people come in after you, multiple people come to the restaurant, come in the restaurant after you, after you've been seated, and they're getting served, they've been served before you and whomever you're with. And they tell you that the reason that uh, you're, and when you question them and they say, oh, well, you order something, you know, whatever, sophisticated, and you look over and people are sitting there eating the same thing that you ordered, and you believe that nonsense, then you're not woke. You know, it's because of the color of your skin. That just simply, that, that's what it boils down to. And that's what, and if you think that, uh, most things that impact your life in this country doesn't have anything to do with the, the color of your skin, and you're not woke. You know, I just wanted to touch on a subject that we talk about often on our show, the NFL. They happen to have the owners meeting this week, and at the annual owners meeting, they always take a picture of the coaches and management. And if you look at this photo, for a league there's 70% African-Americans, you can count the African-Americans in this photo on one hand. Now, if you think that's good, you can't be woke. And finally, if you want extra bonus woke points, then patronize a Black business and tell others about it. Go out of your way to make sure that each week you look to find and patronize a black business and then share that information with others who can do likewise. And extra, extra bonus woke points is if you tell somebody about our podcast here on the Brothers Talk, because if they really want to get woke, then this is a good place for them to start. In our Black Business Spotlight, it's still Women's Month and we want to celebrate Black woman entrepreneurship. Meet Delmar Johnson and Shayna Atkins, two African-American women who are the founders of Expand HR, the first ever Black woman-owned, user-friendly human resources platform. The two entrepreneurs have combined their professional experiences as business owners to change how entrepreneurs hire their next employees while staying compliant in their businesses. The app allows entrepreneurs to expedite the onboarding process for their new employees and contractors. It also provides opportunities for human resources consulting, as well as a budget-friendly payroll management system. To learn more about Expand HR, visit their official website at expandhr.co. That's a wrap for this show. And remember, you can share your thoughts with us and follow and communicate with us by sending your comments, as well as your questions and show ideas to the Brothers Talk on Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, or email us, thebrotherstalk at gmail.com. And as always, God willing, we'll continue to keep our focus on the issues that impact our community on the path to a better future. Until our next episode, know that we sincerely appreciate your time and interest, and you can rest assured that we'll never take it or you for granted. And finally, remember, let's all do better today, because that's all we really have.